again. Innocence falls prey to the evil of Spider-Man. Rest easy, Brock. Venom is here. And if it's the last thing we ever do, Jameson and the insect. Is this uh, Mr. Thickhog? This is this is actually the throbbing python of love. Oh, I mean, wrong, wrong, uh, wrong number, but wrong number, but right alley. Yeah, it it's like it's like when uh, it's like when people get it's like when people send a text like, "Babe, my parents aren't home. I'm wet," and it's like, "Oh shit, wrong number." And the other person's like, "Hell no, right number. Come on, where where are you at?" <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you ever you ever see the um you ever see the grandma that texts uh she thinks she's texting one of her grandkids about thanksgiving dinner and he's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and he's like whose grandma is this and she sends him a picture it's like a white grandma and he sends a picture back and it's a black kid and he's like you ain't my grandma and she's like well come on over anyways and have some dinner and, and they ended up being like they ended up being family and shit yeah, yeah. Actually, did you just see her husband died this year? I did. I did. It's unfortunate. Talk about a heartbreaker. I know, and it's such a beautiful story where it's like, it's just such a beautiful story because it's like this. It's like wrong number, but right person, and ends up, you know. But exactly. Yeah, he. It looks like he lived a beautiful life. Oh, oh, hundred percent. Absolutely. But, uh, hello everyone and welcome to a bonus episode of Caller ID with Andy Rex. I brought an alumni, uh, from episodes three and 17, Mr. Matthew. Hi, Matt. How's it going? Hello, everyone. Hi. You know, just living the dream. Super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So Matt, why, why did I call you to make a bonus episode? Why did I call you? Um, well, it depends. Are we talking about the illegal thing? Or are we talking about <laughs> the movie we saw last night? I'm talking about that beautiful, beautiful <laughs> two and a half star movie we saw. <laughs> yeah, you know, two, two, two and a half, I think, is a little too fair. I mean, one bite, everyone knows the rules. Um, I, I would say two easily. Um, are we talking two out of? I was I thinking two and a half out of five. Are you thinking two out of five? Or? Oh, you know what? Uh, I I would say two out of four, two and a half out of five. You know, it's pretty fair. Um, you know, yeah. <laughs> what it's, movie it's is tough. it? It is Venom. Let there be carnage. Let and I'll be there. honest with you, it did not live up to my hype. No, I was a little upset. Okay. Well, before we begin, I just want to tell anybody who's listening uh, that we are going to spoil the shit out of this movie. Um, there will be no hold bars. Uh, so if you haven't seen uh, Venom, let there be carnage yet. And you want to, please hop off. Uh, if you don't care or if you've seen it and you want to know what us two schmucks think about this movie, uh, stick around. And uh, yeah, we'll get right into it. So, you know, I think I think we kind of generalized it. But Matt, like generally, like overall, you know, as you were about to begin. What do you think about the movie? So it's tough for me because every Marvel movie is typically, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's usually like two hours, right around that cusp of two hours. And I really felt like it was super quick, super rushed. It was like, hi, 
I'm Tom Holland in Venom. Tom Holland. I'm Tom Hardy in Venom. Excuse me. There's too many Toms. Um, there's too many Toms and there's too many Chris's. Right. And, and and they play far too many spider characters here. Although Venom, I don't think is a spider. No. And symbiote, they, they want to go with that? Symbiote, yeah, um, yeah. So the thing is, it's like, hi, I'm Tom Hardy in Venom. And now we're going to be in a problematic relationship. Venom leaves, becomes this awesome underground rager, and then comes back with a half-ass apology, and boom, action for the end of the movie, and that was basically it. I mean, for yeah. me, it went super quick. It was super fast-paced. I felt like they could have put a lot more on the table, and they kind of they kind of left us hanging. I'll I, be honest. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I um. I feel the same way. Like, you know, I saw Venom for the first time like last week just to prepare for this movie. And I went into it knowing that this is one of those like audience favorites, but critics despised it sort of movies. And, you know, I went into, went into it with a fresh eye and I liked it. I, I thought it was a fun movie. I thought, you know, it's not perfect, but it did have its moments. It was funny and you know, even though a lot of people would rather see a violent, gory, whatever Venom, like, I think what they gave us in the first movie was was good. It was an interesting take. But I agree with you. I think uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage was uh, very fast-paced, almost too fast. Uh, I think that they didn't learn their lessons from the first time around about writing a good script and totally botched that too. And they kind of lost that that genuine like chemistry between Venom and Eddie that I really liked in the first one. Uh, I feel like in this one, like it's kind of the same plot done over again. And I just don't find that the jokes land quite as hard as they, as the first one did. But I mean, it is what it is. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, what did you think about Carnage? Because I, I have a few little, you know, nitpicks about him. So the way Carnage was created was cool. Um, obviously, with Venom losing his shit in the prison, attacking Woody Harrelson's character, Cletus Cassidy. Um, stupid name, by the way. <laughs> um, I know. It kind of makes it, you think it, it he's going to be like a redneck, but he's not oh i was hoping for the biggest redneck instead we got this sociopathic child murderer yeah um you know who felt he was a poor boy um and then you know here we are attacked in a prison drinks the blood of tom hardy which okay i mean i know we're getting morbius in mobius morbius 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 yeah uh, in january in january so clearly we're gonna have more vampiric characters you know, I'm, I personally can't wait for Blade. Um, but it, it is one of those things like, okay, drinks his blood, gets the symbiote, realizes that he's not just Tom Hardy. Um, Carnage for me, I mean, it's cool how he was created when he was getting euthanized and goes on this murderous rampage, which is awesome. I, I, I liked how they did it. I like how he became his own character separate from Cletus not having any type of like, di like I should say dialogue, but I mean, realistically, he's trying to tell, you know, tell the, um, Carnage, Hey, don't do this. 
I love this person. Kill everyone else. I'm fine with that. And, you know, Carnage is like, nope, fuck you. I'm all set. And just trying to do his own thing. And it was like that, that much. I love that aspect. I thought he was badass, but I don't think they gave us enough. Uh, and you're going to hear this more often throughout the night, but I really wish that we got more of either a fight scene, more of a, you know, a point leading up to it, showing like the murderous problematic issue that carnage is. And it fell short. Right. Yeah. I wish there was like more like carnage. Like I, I can understand why Cletus wants to fight Eddie, but I still don't understand why carnage wants to fight venom it's like you want to fight him because he's your dad you know that's a that's a very good question yeah and i mean hearing carnage more than one saying hello dad i'm gonna kill you dad i don't know if that's more like cletus saying it because you know he wanted to murder his father for beating him Mm. or if that was carnage trying to kill his creator yeah, I, I think it was, I think like you said earlier, how Carnage was his, kind of his own entity. Like, like even in like, I remember back in the Spider-Man cartoon, it was kind of similar where like when Carnage took over, it was Carnage. Like, you know, like there was hints of Cletus, like it, but it was the two acting as one. And I think in this movie, it was more so Carnage just being looking at venom being like you are my dad because like even in the comics like carnage is is made of venom and uh but i don't know if it was like that cringy i feel like carnage was just kind of like we got a lot of cletus and we did get to see some cool stuff from i mean i say cool but i feel like the couple good the one of the cool things about carnage was how his transformation differed from uh venoms like when venom when eddie transforms into venom like you can see the symbiote kind of come from the back kind of ooze over him kind of uh you know go over his head like the symbiote is going over eddie's body almost like a suit of armor whereas when cletus turns into carnage it's almost like Cletus is like getting body dysmorphia, like not body dysmorphia, but his body is like morphing into carnage. Like it's like shaking and it's like a sporadic and it's like very shaky and it, it looks like painful. And I, I liked that distinct difference between the two. I thought visually like that was a good call, but I mean, you know, I just think with carnage, like you said, it was, you know, under underutilized i would have loved to see more i would have loved to like understand carnage as a character more you get a whole movie with eddie and venom and you understand venom is his own character but you don't really get that with with carnage and cletus which is i think a shame especially when you know people have been wanting a carnage movie for so long and our final battle is underwhelming and it's like sad too because it's in a church it's like what a great callback to you know, Spider-Man ripping off the black suit with the belt, with the bell towers going off. Like what a great callback to all those like classic cartoon and comic moments, like having the two symbiotes fight in a church. It's like insane, but I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know. You know, what kind of reminded me of was, um, I mean, a few things you mentioned there were like 
he's being taken over and it looks painful. Yeah. It's sort of like the Hulk, mm. right? Where the Hulk transforms and it's, you know, Bruce Banner doesn't want to do it because it's painful or, you know, he doesn't want the Hulk to take over. Right. Trying to hide him. It's like the same thing with, with Carnage, but Carnage just does it at will and does whatever he wants. Um, right. And I don't know why it just popped into my head, but do you remember the Daredevil movie with Ben Aslick? Yes. Okay. Um, wasn't that fight scene at the end in a church where they used the organ pipes to disorient? Oh, Daredevil? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I don't remember the organ pipe because it's been so long since I've seen that, but I do remember the stained glass window being shattered or some shit. I feel like uh, Bullseye gets tossed out the window, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Remember yeah, how the... It's crazy because all these fights happen in a church. Remember how, like, that movie also, like, that movie had two villains where it was, like, he he kills Bullseye <laughs> and then he just goes after Kingpin for a reason or two? It's, like, such a weird, what a weird movie. What yeah, weird and then we get Electro with Jennifer Garner. I mean. Oh, my God. I want to, I want to, I want to start, for, I mean, Jennifer Garner is beautiful. She can do whatever she wants to me, free of charge, but it'll never happen because she is a 11 and I am a good solid four. Anyways, um, I, son of a bitch, I dropped, I dropped my water. Um, I want to start from the top of like where I started to get pissed off at this movie. And mm -hmm. the one scene that really pissed me off was what's her name Anne? when Anne invites eddie to the fucking dinner to be like hey i know you still have unrequited feelings for me but like i'm engaged i was like what a fucking bitch like she called this like no offense like i, I know a lot of people think like it's a um it was like the the right thing to do because she knew his feelings for her but like come on just give him a call you're gonna invite his ass over to, to a fancy ass restaurant and then be like i'm engaged and then when he's kind of upset you're just like why are you upset of course he's upset he still loves you yeah i wasn't really thrilled at that scene in particular i ended up uh seeing i mean obviously being there right next to you watching this i was seeing myself like wow that's kind of a dick move oh my god it really was you know, like in <laughs> bird culture is considered a dick move um it's one of those things um to me, it really didn't further the plot for any particular reason. Mm. I thought they just kind of put it in there just to kind of like tie off a loose end from last movie where he was like, I'm going to do my own thing with Venom. Uh, and then now it's like, ooh, I still love you, but I'm happy. Like, you put someone in such an awkward situation of like, of course, no matter what happens, they're going to they should hold back at some point until, you know, all shit breaks loose. But like, it, it just didn't do anything for me. Um, yeah. I could have, know. I could have done without that. I felt like that scene was so pointless. Like we didn't get anything out of it anyways. Like what right. was like, there was no point in having her announce an engagement. It did nothing for the plot. Right. It's just kind of like one of those things that they just put in there. Like, you know, for example, when uh, Spider-Man 3, when Tobey Maguire gets the Venom symbiote, uh, you know, he's just walking down the sidewalk, you know, doing finger guns at different girls because he's now emo Tobey Maguire. Like, it did nothing for the plot. Let's keep it moving. I know. Um, you know, it, it's... 
it's just like filler. it happens yeah yeah it's kind of like watching your favorite anime seeing there's 500 episodes and about 300 of them are fillers right exactly dude yeah that's i felt like that was most of this movie like i felt like most of this movie was just filler like i feel yeah. oh I my f- god absolutely yeah i feel like they didn't i feel like they didn't know how to get I, this is honestly how i feel about it and it's so sad because the post credit scenes in the first venom is like such a good like way to get you excited but i feel like they just didn't know like they didn't know exactly how to write a whole movie where they get carnage and venom in the same place to fight so they just wrote bare bones script and then they were like let's go with it and just fill in the blanks as we go along that's what it felt like they had a bare bones script they went with it and they filled in the blanks as it went along but yeah no exactly it's it's kind of like you know with with the whole Cleus Cassidy post credit scene in the first movie, um, you know, like like they they really just you know, they they gave us such such a, a hype up knowing what we could get. It, it's you know what it's like. It's like ordering a top tier steak, cooked perfectly. You know, so people say rare, I say well done. Regardless, don't judge me. But. They give, they're showing us a steak and then they're serving us. And I'm giving a call back here to Ellie and Chris at Endzone, the farmer. Not the same. Not the same. And the thing is, is like, they, they could have given us a spectacular movie. And it wasn't good. Point blank for me, I really came in and I was like, I love Venom. This is going to be so good. This is going to be great. I can't wait. And I and I and Andy and I told you multiple times I had to stay away from spoilers all over the internet. Why? Because people are assholes. They can't keep their mouth shut for a few days. <laughs> so true. Yeah, and and I, I waited and I was so hyped up for this. Maybe it was my own doing. Maybe I overhyped it, knowing damn well that the first one you couldn't go into it seriously because it's it's venom. Venom is not a hero. You're not going to get a, a feel good moment. You know, like I. Uh, what is it uh in in every hero's life there's four or five good moments um well this certainly wasn't one of those and um you know it it definitely it it fell very short yeah i'm hoping i'm hoping it's because it's a sony product because every sony superhero movie has not been good um minus one i mean Minus one. In, in your opinion, which one? Oh, I think it's everybody's opinion. Spider Verse. Into the Spider. Oh, oh, the uh, Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, okay, okay. That's the only good That's one. Fair. That's the only good one. I will, I will rephrase that. Aside Every live action. Yeah. <laughs> has not been good. Yeah. Um, I agree. You know, I mean, it, it's it's definitely one of those things. I mean, when when Marvel decided to sink their teeth into Spider Man, and we got Tom Holland. It was great. Mm. I have no complaints, you know. And, and the thing is, is now that I think um, when we get, I'm assuming we'll eventually get towards the extra credit scene with Marvel sinking their teeth into this and doing this the right way. I'm hoping it gets a lot better. So, um, time will tell. Obviously, yeah. You know, it, it is one of those things. Um, like we haven't gotten X Men yet. We haven't gotten. 
Fantastic Four yet, but Marvel's getting ready. And mm. I'm really hoping they can do it right because Sony has let us down on more than one occasion, and it's no surprise. Mm. Yeah, I think I think I, I think as long as they get a good team behind. So yeah, I mean we can go right into the end credit scene. I mean it's not really not much to talk about this movie. Um but aside <laughs> honestly aside from the end credits, like I've been saying I said on Twitter, I said on Facebook t- today, I said, you know, Venom is definitely a movie. I'm glad I spent $6.50 to watch a great end credit scene. That was it. To me that was it. To me that that's fair. To me, we could have skipped this whole fucking movie and just put out the end credit scene as like a teaser, as just like a little commercial on the side to say, hey, we fucking sucked. We sucked it up. We're giving Venom to the MCU. And then that's it. I also yeah, want. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. If I spent the $15 for the large ice and the large popcorn, which I'm irritated about. Apparently, they no longer offer tubs of popcorn. I'm sorry. I thought oh, this was America. That's why you got that. <laughs> that's why you had a bag. I was so confused why you had a bag. I was like, why the fuck does he have a bag? Oh, dude. I took a step further. I wrote a bad review. I was like, fuck you guys. Take away wow. my tub of popcorn. You know what? Listen, it, it's it's my one vice in this world, let me tell you. It makes me sick to my stomach every time I have it, but I'll be fucking damned if I don't get that large tub of popcorn and that large IC, and sit there and enjoy the shit out of the movie, even if it's bad. Why? Because you can't be mad having an IC. You yeah. can't. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah, you hear that, AMC? You fucking pissed off a Prime member, you sons of bitches. He has the fucking... <laughs> he has the best membership. You guys fucked him over with paper bag. Get the fuck out of here, bullshit-ass popcorn. I... See, I'm a cheap asshole. I sneak in my Taco Bell like a real American. But Matthew is a true blue-blooded super American. He fucking, he buys that large popcorn. He swings his thick hog around. You guys gave him a fucking paper bag of fucking popped kernels. Get the fuck out of here. Wasting my time. But. I was was outraged. I would, dude, honestly, I didn't even know. I honestly just kind of saw it and I was like. I like, I didn't even like sit, think, I didn't even think to say anything. I just kind of just ran with it. Cause I was like, that's different. Maybe he just, maybe he just, in my head, I was like, maybe he just got a medium. Maybe he just said, you know what? Andy doesn't eat the popcorn with me. Cause he's a fucking stubborn, cheap bastard. I'm just going to get a medium and enjoy myself. I did not know they gave you the paper. I'm honestly more pissed at that than I am at the stupid fucking movie. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because I, I, I literally said to him, I was like, oh, you guys don't serve the large tubs of popcorn anymore? And the guy looks at me directly and goes, no. What a they stopped sending them to us. And I was like, huh? What a fuck. I was just doing last month. <laughs> yeah. What a cuck. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. You know, oh, you know what really grinds my gears? Oh, let me hear okay. it, Peter Griffin. So, let me tell you. Um, I order the large drink. Yep. Right? Because obviously I get a large icy. It lasts me the whole movie. The whole 93 minutes the movie was. Um, so the kid looks at me and goes, oh, 
we're out of lids. I said, okay. He goes, hang on. I'll go get you a new one. Right. And this kid literally goes and grabs a sleeve of lids and then promptly places his hand everywhere on that lid. Now I'm going to be honest with you. We're in a time of COVID. I like to think people are clean. Mm. But watching this kid touch everything freaked me out. I'm like, that's wicked unsanitary. You could be giving me the COVID and I've already, I mean, I've already had it, but you know, <laughs> knock on wood. No, yeah. Again. No, absolutely. You know, and uh, I was definitely a little outraged that, you know, this guy with his dirty COVID fingers was touching my lid everywhere. Dude, I swear to God, if a fucking new variant comes out and it's like the Omega variant, I'm blaming this kid. I'm going to walk in and say, you fucking dirty son of a bitch. Wash your goddamn hands. Stop touching everything with your greasy mitts. Yeah. Now, now mind you, is, isn't the Omega the end? Yeah, that's why I've been saying it. it's kind of funny. So what if they, what if it surpasses that becomes like the Alpha Omega? the well the alpha well that's then that's the beginning and the end but they there is there was an alpha variant i think it was before delta there was an out there was the og variant then there was the alpha variant then there was i shouldn't say og variant i should say the original strain (laughs) and i could be wrong and i could be wrong and if anybody out there knows that i'm wrong like comment subscribe and leave me a five-star review thank you anyways um it should, there was the original strain that came from Wuhan. You keep your mouth shut, Matthew. There was uh, the there was the Alpha variant. Then there was the Delta variant, and now there is a Mu variant, and not Mu as in Pokemon. M U, uh, which I think means nothing in Japanese or Latin. It means it means I learned it from Death Note, so whatever. I could be wrong, but. There is a new variant. There is a new MU. No, well, it could be Moo. It could be Moo. But if it's Moo, I'm gonna. I'm I'm sorry. I'm gonna laugh. If the news ever fucking comes out, it like vocally and says the Moo variant, I'm gonna fucking die laughing. (laughs) Uh, You know what the thing is? It might just be my my sheer stupidity. But I was like, oh, the Moo variant. No, it could be (laughs) pronounced. Honestly, it could be pronounced. I'm I'm pronouncing it based off of how I read it. So this is like. That's fair. You know, I could be wrong. You could be right. And if you're right, that's honestly, if I get it, fine. Fuck it. It's hilarious. I got the moo variant. Moo. Moo. <laughs> fucking sons of bitches. Um, but anyways, but, uh, you know, back, back to back to why we're here. What did you? <laughs> yeah. What did you think of the uh, what did you think of the end credit scene? Because I, I thought it was I thought knowing like. I thought for people who, you know, I had a conversation with Allie, uh, third shout out since I fucking brought season two back. <laughs> I'm going to make it a running gag. She gets a shout out every fucking episode. But I brought, um, I was talking to Allie this morning and, uh, you know, she made it, she brought up a good point And I was thinking like, what if somebody watched this movie and they weren't connected to the mcu and i know that's like hard to believe because the mcu is now like a cultural zeitgeist sort of thing but Mm -hmm. like what if you just didn't give a shit about the mcu what if you just were like you just like venom and you saw which honestly come on get better taste but like you saw (laughs) this end credit scene and you were like what the fuck is what the fuck is this but i mean i mean aside from that i don't know i don't know why i even brought up that point but i do think like 
I do think like that in credit scene was good. But what about you? Um, so I hate it. No, I'm kidding. Um, so uh, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> um, I seeing it. I mean, I'm conflicted because the way we know Venom in the Sony verse is not the crazy psychopathic serial killer that he is. Mm. Um, he wants to be, but you know, Tom Hardy reels him in, Eddie Brock. Um, What's funny? You know what's funny about I'm, Venom that I learned recently? What's that? He's not really a psychopathic serial killer. Venom was always like an anti-hero. Like you know how he kept calling himself the lethal protector maybe a, you know, too too many times. Like even <laughs> yeah. in the even in the books, like that's usually how Venom is. Like he's not really a bad bad guy. He's just he has his own he's like vegeta well actually bad example but like he has like he has like his own motives like he saves people and shit um even in the spider-man it doesn't do it the way that spidey wants yeah, well yeah and like he's just pissed off at spidey because peter scorned eddie and spidey scorned the symbiote so both together are like double fuck this guy that's fair yeah but, um, I mean, before I get into the end credit scene, I do have to say, right at the end, we go when, when Venom goes, "Fuck this guy!" Oh. bites Cleus Cassidy's head off. I have to say, for a PG thirteen movie, and it gets one fuck. I'm so glad they used it at that point. Oh my god! Honestly, for a bad movie, it had the best use of fuck I've seen in a long time. Yeah, absolutely, and and. The, the 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 whole thing here with, with this end credit scene so obviously and I'm sure I've had this conversation you know, at some point or another but everything right now is revolving around the break in the timeline so my thing here is is it happening when Loki and Sylvie kill Kang is it happening when Doctor Strange is performing his spell that goes awry? What is it? I th it has to be. I think so. I think when it comes to like the timeline breaking, it's like it's one of those things where like when when uh, Sylvie kills. Um, I think it's one of those things where like when Sylvie kills the uh, Timekeeper or whatever his name is, I forget uh, Kang's variant. Um, yeah. It's one of those things where it's happened throughout all of time at the same time. Because, like, when you watch, like, What If, there's, like, even the first episode with Captain Carter, that one, mm -hmm. that one little, like, change in a decision branched off. Then you, then you go all the way back to, like, the episode where Killmonger saves Tony Stark. That one decision of Killmonger changing his plan cha branched the timeline. So it's, like... At any point in time, now now that there's nobody protecting the timeline, at any point in time, at all times, it's breaking off into different things. So it could have happened, like, you know what I mean? It could have been anything. Like, it could have honestly have been anything. Um, But I just okay. don't understand how it happened, I guess. Like, I feel like, I think the end credit scene is great because it, like, it's such a fan servicey moment, but it 
it's it's lazy be- in a way because it's like okay cool now venom's here yeah that, that's that's kind of how i felt about it you know where we see you know eddie brock just kind of sitting on on a bed and you know with jamaican bead doorway whatever that's called um you know he's just hanging out somewhere tropical where no one's ever gonna find him um and then all of a sudden flash multiverse peter parker on the uh tv screen world's biggest enemy i mean then you see venom like the tv so i was kind of thinking about this today at work when i probably should have been working (laughs) um it's it's is is venom looking at peter parker as a bad guy now currently because he's posted as a bad guy and venom eats bad people or does he just have a genuine dislike for peter parker because he's on the tv like is it like i i guess the best way to put that second part is because they're now in this new world and that's the first thing venom sees so he correlates that with like i'm here because of this guy or does he not like him because he's painted as a bad guy for killing someone? Mm. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's I'm, kind I'm of that, looking forward to this. That's kind of hypocritical of Venom because when he went body hopping, he kind of killed like five fucking people on his way to Mrs. Jen's. That is true. I mean, but we don't know if they were good people or bad people. Yeah, but I don't think he knew either. <laughs> that. Well, technically, he would, wouldn't he? When he's when he gets in their mind. See, but yeah, I mean, but see, then this is the problem of that movie: is it does these things, and then we have to fill in all these blanks. That's true. So we're guessing half the time. So we're guessing half the time. All we know is that he fucking murdered. He literally killed mad people on his way to Mrs. Chen's, and it's like cool. For somebody who calls himself the lethal protector, you're also kind of the lethal asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Tell him my sex tape. Um, Oh my god. (laughs) Lethal asshole, now at amazings.net. Oh my god, could you imagine? Honestly, there probably is a porno. There's probably a lethal, there's probably a lethal asshole five. Like, let's be, (laughs) let's be fucking, (laughs) you know how the pornos are. There's a new yeah, sequel you know, every it's, couple it's months. Like, uh, it's, it's like Backdoor Slots 9, you know? Oh, my God. I love. Um, I always love that reference. Always fucking love that reference. Um, But, yeah, I feel like I feel like the end credit scene, even though, even though I personally enjoyed it and I thought fucking great, it's like – it's just like the rest of the movie. Lazy writing. La- lazy writing. The, yeah. whole, the whole thing is just lazy fucking writing, and that's what this movie suffered from is lazy writing and i don't think they remembered the characters from the first movie like one of the things i heard earlier today from kind of funny shout out i fucking love you guys they fucking mentioned how uh dan the fiance is like a totally different character in this movie than he is in the first one and it's true in the first one dan is like such a nice guy he's very understanding like he's not like he he's not a simp but he's also just like not insecure like She's talking to Eddie and he's like, that's cool, whatever. Like, I know what I got and I know I have you, so whatever. And in this movie, he's like such a fucking pussy. And Anne, yeah. can't, and Anne can't stand him. And I'm like, this is totally different than the first movie. Right. Actually, 
and I, I, I kind of, kind of got away from the reason why I said speaking of guessing, but um, this, this whole guessing game that, that we're, that we're talking about here, what the fuck was up with the cop at the end of the movie when we thought he was dead hanging from the um, scaffolding around the church, but apparently he's alive. His eyes are now crystal blue. Oh yeah. So I found, you asked me last night who he is and I found out this morning through again, kind of funny. So apparently he's going to be toxin. I don't know who toxin is. Um, you could look it up after the show, but um, how the fuck did he gain superpowers? So that's what I'm wondering too, because Shriek had the same eye color in her right eye. So I was wondering if I did the same, um, obviously if he's going to be toxin, which thank God I have my iPad here in front of me, um, not to drop Apple products here. Um, let me see here. Toxin. And this is what, like the MCU. Oh, toxin symbiote. What the hell? Yeah. Okay. See, but like, when did he get a symbiote? That's the thing. I don't remember him ever coming into contact with a symbiote. Honestly? Oh. What? Okay. Um, so, thank God for Wikipedia and the internet. Because, um, you know, if it's on the internet, it must be true. Uh, so, I'll read out here. Uh, the symbiote that would be known as Toxin was the spawn of the Carnage symbiote. Uh, upon being born, Toxin uh, bonded with, the, with um, a police officer, and the two attempted to be heroes until uh, the sudden death. So, I don't know if it's going to be the same thing as Patrick Mulligan. Um, I'm terrible with names. Was that the name of the... Yeah, I think Mulligan was detective? his name. Yeah, I think Mulligan was his name. Okay. That sounds familiar. So, essentially, Mulligan can't handle the toxin. Um, and it says, you know, he had a sudden death. Um, after being removed from Mulligan, toxin was forced to bond with Eddie Brock and fight Venom. Wow. Okay. This is interesting. This is going to get weird. Uh, the symbiote later momentarily combined itself with uh, other two symbiotes in order to fight Kathan. Okay, Chathan, Kathan. Um, either way, um, so obviously when Venom and Carnage were fighting at the church, something must have landed in or on. Yeah, but again, lazy writing, lazy fucking right. writing. Show us. So show us. Let me ask you this, and I, I want to see if you remember, because for me, it's been plaguing me for years with this, and I can't think of it. Do you ever remember there being a third symbiote in the Spider-Man cartoon that we used to get on, like, ABC or Fox Family, whatever it was? Uh, all I remember from that is Carnage and Venom. That's all I remember. But I know in the, I know in the comics, there's, like, thousands of... There's thousands. Thousands. Even in the video game, the PlayStation 1 Spider-Man game, like the whole point is that symbiotes are coming to Earth. So it's it's like but um yeah, no, I don't I don't remember in the cartoon there being any more than Venom and Carnage, but I could be wrong. I, I didn't see that sh I haven't seen that shit since I was a kid. Okay. Cuz I thought I was going nuts for years and I was thinking about it. I always thought there was a third one. Um so I'm wondering if for any reason this is what it was and I just could never remember. Could have been. Um, but I certainly can tell you right now if they go that route and now with it being the multiverse, um, are we going to get toxin 
in the multiverse. Yeah, that, you that, know, that's something that like I've been thinking too. Like, so they they're trying to like they're trying to soft introduce Toxin, but did they move Eddie into a new universe? Like, so then what happens to Toxin? Does he jump too? Does he stay behind? Like, are the universes yeah, merged? Like, are, my question yeah. is, you know, did the universes merge or did they just, did did certain people hop? Did just Eddie hop? Like, it's like so, it's such a confusing, poorly, like, even though I loved it, it's such a confusing and poorly written thing just to move Eddie into the fucking MCU. I, it raises more questions than anything else, and honestly, all this right. mo- all this movie fucking did was make us be like, okay, but why? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, in in theory here, obviously, with us now knowing what happens in Venom, we have Eternals coming up next month, and then we have No Way Home coming up in December. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they're going to include a post credit scene with Tom Hardy. In the No Way Home movie, or if they're gonna introduce it in the um, Doctor Strange movie coming in March, I think it could go either way. I think uh, I think if we can get, I think for sure, No Way Home is gonna make a uh, illusion or like a oh, I just got a really good fucking idea, but I'll share after the. I'm gonna say it right after this. I definitely think in No Way Home we're going to get a Scarlet Witch end credit scene. I think they're going to do something to get people pumped up for Multiverse of Madness because Multiverse of Madness will be a whole year after WandaVision. So I think I think an end credit scene focusing on her will definitely pump people up. And I think you're kind of I think if they do two, which They've done multiples before. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 had five fucking end credit scenes. Um, I think if they do two end credit scenes, the second one might be Val approaching Eddie. Like, let's say Eddie's been doing the whole lethal protector thing as Venom, and Val gets wind of it, and then she invites him to the team that she's building. Wow. Right? You know what? I see where you're going with this, and I can tell you for certain, I would lose my shit if we see Venom with Ghetto Captain America. (laughs) And uh, wannabe poser Black Widow. Whoa, listen. Put some respect on Yelena Belova's name. She's hot, all right? You know what? I couldn't, I couldn't think of her name, so that's why I went with uh, Wannabe Poser. Uh, I told you, I'm terrible with names. Faces oh, I'll good. remember all day, but when it comes to names, forget it. I'm useless. It's U.S. Um, agent, and wh- I like to call her White Widow. I don't want to call her Black Widow. I want to call. I like to call her White Widow. I, I think she would be White Widow. Yeah. I think so too. And I think it would be a good team. Like that would be dope. Like to put in to add Venom to that roster. Like we know she's building it. We know she's building a team. She's doing she's doing the Nick Fury. You know, there was an idea that we could get together a bunch of fucking steroid freaks. She's just doing it. She's just doing it with the 
with the lethal guys, the guys that aren't afraid of fucking murder, you know, one or two or six or seven or eight or 20 people. <laughs> well, you know, Venom's just, uh, the way I look at it is Venom's just giving us population control. Yeah. Speaking of which, I kind of hated how much the, like, uh... sorry, what? No, I was going to say, you know, he, he's pretty much doing the, the same exact thing that, uh, you know, Vision Ultron uh, did, you know, he's just trying to give us peace. <laughs> peace in our time um i kind of fucking hated that we ended venom one with eddie and venom being cool eating super bad people like they eat the guy that robs mrs chen and then in this movie it starts Mm -hmm. with eddie being like you can't eat people like bro you literally ended the last movie being like nah it's cool like how the fuck like of course venom's pissed off at you you totally reneged on a deal Yeah, well, you know what the thing is? I, I, I think that backfired. Because I remember specifically uh, Eddie Brock saying in the movie, we've created, we've created too much attention by just eating the heads of these people. Mm. So we have to cool it. And, mm. you know, I mean, I, I got to agree with him because if there's a bunch of headless bodies popping up, especially in the block that Eddie lives in. Oh, God. You just know, it makes sense. Eat the whole body. Eat the whole fucking body. Yeah. Just eat the whole fucking body. You know, it's all protein. Yeah, no, just eat the whole fucking it. body brains all right i made a list i was taking notes during the movie i'm gonna run through the notes really quick and we're gonna we're gonna let's just do like lightning round are you ready for this shit ready for my notes i am so ready all right fucking nicole kidman oh my god okay <laughs> so first and foremost fuck this bitch yeah not only wearing eight inch heels telling us we should get together and watch the movies in silence. I love First her. and foremost, no shit, okay? I love no one kid. cares that you're trying to bring the world together by going to the movie theaters. No one asks you to dress up to the nines to go and sit in the theater all by yourself. You want to show us world peace? Sit with a bunch of people without masks. Continue. I fucking love How dare you disrespect Nicole Kim and she's hot. All right. Uh, second note, much better wig on Cletus. Because in the end, first end credit scene, he was wearing the Ronald McDonald wig. Yeah, you know, I, I thought of that because I, I, I was I, the whole time I'm sitting there watching this thing. I could have sworn he had the Jew frog going on. Yeah, he did. I could have sworn. Yeah. And then in this movie, it's short hair. I'm like, you know what? Woody Harrelson making these uh, slight little detail changes. I like it. Yeah. This man needs to dictate what hair should be in these movies. Yeah, because he is bald. <laughs> uh inner voices and dialogue is amazing so that must have been the first like 10 minutes with venom and eddie uh oh yeah yeah you know, i mean it, <laughs> i i liked it i thought it was great when he just kept calling the dick over and over again and even typing it out in front of the computer dick, dick, dick. thought that was very funny amazing uh venom is super smart question mark so that must oh have... with the uh he, he has the best memory Oh my god, he has total recall and he can just draw perfectly. I was like, okay. Oh yeah, he's an alien symbiote. You know, yeah. he can do whatever he wants, however he wants. Yeah. Uh Sonny and Cher are best friends. <laughs> the chickens. That was absolute <laughs> 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 that was like, Are you fucking kidding me? And then like as I thought about later on, I was like, That's funny. That's good. Oh, it's a lit good dude. Humor. I I fucking cackled when he eat them. Sonny and Cher, they're best friends. Like, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, dude, dude I, I was riding it. Like, I'm telling you, this first half, I was like riding it a little bit. 
Um, anyways, Tom Hardy's accent is atrocious. You know, I gotta be honest with you. This man, I've watched him in countless movies. Mm-hmm. I only really register him as Bane. However, if you watched Peaky Blinders, um, he is. Oh my god, I'm terrible with names on this one. Um, I forgot his character's name, but hearing his English accent there, like his actual English accent, oh, and like hearing him kind of talk yeah. like he's, yeah, like, like the actual way he talks is, yeah. you hear it, and then, obviously now you're trying to hear him have a Californian accent and it's not good. It's like Ben Affleck in the town. I'm sorry, Ben Affleck in the town. Don't you fucking disrespect Oh, me. I... Listen, that's fucking J-Lo, okay? Again, dude, congratulations. You went back to your old ex-girlfriend. I probably shouldn't talk, but it's <laughs> fine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We've all been there. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, you know, it's worth it. Um, He's definitely looking ass. He's definitely looking ass. Oh my god, he is spreading those cheeks and just <laughs> tongue punching her Firefox. He's spreading those cheeks with mayo. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, of all these, who just said peanut butter? Everyone likes peanut butter. Not everyone likes. <laughs> oh, why would you say peanut butter? Chunky peanut butter. <laughs> He's spreading those <laughs> cheeks with that skippy chunky. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> Nasty. That's how you get a that's how you get a UTI. <laughs> like a... Oh butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The the only comment I want to make on that is like I feel like Tom Hardy is such a good actor, and in this I'm like, where is it? The are you just phoning it in? Because this shit sucks, my dude. But, anyways, CGI is way better. I think. Uh, this, I think, yeah. I think compared to the first one, the CGI is like a lot better, especially with Venom. Well, I yeah, I, 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 I absolutely agree on that one, and the reason why I agree on it is because look at the director, Andy Serkis. Mm. That man was. I, everything CGI that I can think of. Mm. Um. So obviously he kind of probably had a not only an idea of what it should look like, but an idea of how it should look. Mm. And um, clearly he brought his A game to a shitty movie. Yeah, no, he did. Except, you know, directing the whole fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, that could just work. Yeah, um, Anne invites Eddie to show engagement ring. Next level cuck. And I stand by that statement. Yeah. 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 Yeah, she that was a big cuck move. Uh everyone is greasy. What do you mean? Tom Hardy looked greasy as fuck. His skin looked greasy, his hair looked greasy. Venom was greasy, Carnage, Carnage was greasy. There was grease all over the place. Everyone was fucking greasy. Okay. I mean, now with an explanation. Yeah. So you know, I, I think the way and the reason why he looks greasy is because Venom heals everything, right? Mm. What's the what's the need to take a shower? 
he's just sweating all the time and he's just like yeah this is how i clean myself <laughs> yeah you know it's 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 like a dog you know sweating in the summer it's just panting through its mouth it's just panting through his skin hmm. he is legitimately greasy um I mean, venom and carnage just definitely looks like fluid-like. So I'll, I'll absolutely give you that grease aspect. I just thought that everybody was look, looking fucking greasy, bro. I wrote the villain. <laughs> I wrote the villain dynamic is interesting, and I didn't know what I meant by that until like now that I remember it. I think what was interesting to me at the point was when Shriek would scream and Carnage would be like, "If she does it again, I'm fucking murdering her." And Cletus was like, "Babe, stop!" But also, she didn't stop. She she never stopped. And I was like, lady, like, this guy doesn't... I mean, Cletus cares, but Carnage fucking doesn't. I think that was what I meant by it was interesting. Because it's like, you have a guy dating a girl whose superpower is the guy's one weakness. Well, one of his weaknesses. One of his weaknesses. Um, yeah. But still a weakness. Yeah. Now she has fire screaming. Um, he'd be so, dead, dude. If it was fire screaming, yeah. I'm sorry, nobody would contain her. She'd be she'd be killing everybody left and right. Yeah. So, I I, I definitely see where you're coming from, hundred mm. percent. Um, let's face it, criminals they don't really follow rules. So obviously, if Cletus is telling her, "Hey, don't scream," she's gonna do whatever she wants. She's a psychopathic killer. Um, fair. Maybe question marks we never really got the background of that mm. um so it's it's honestly gonna it's it's interesting i personally liked carnage in the way that he just didn't care because mm. it's very much like myself i just don't give a shit i'll say whatever comes out of my mouth and be surprised by it afterwards um so yeah i, I really liked carnage in that aspect where he just didn't care. He's like, do it again, I'll kill you. That was it. Like, he just laid down the ground rules. There is, you know, he's like punching, kicking, screaming, you know. He's, you know, you want fire? Don't do it. I'm okay with it. Like that, mm -hmm. he just didn't care. He's like, just get out of my way. Let me figure this out. I'll kill everyone. And I loved it. I thought it was dynamic. I thought it was great. Very fair. Very fair. Uh, the last three we talked about, so I'll just run through them really quick. The carnage transformation is different, is distinct from Venom. Uh, the church bell callback and fuck this guy, amazing. Uh, so yeah, yeah, that was, those are my notes. You can tell I lost interest between <laughs> between when they broke Shriek out and the church, but I'm pretty sure there was only like ten minutes in between that. So, so yeah, that was That's too many minutes. Oh my god. So yeah, that was uh, that was uh. That was a movie for sure. That was definitely a movie. Um, if you could, I know we said it right at the top, a two out of four, two and a half out of five, but uh, out of a five star rating, would you give this a two and a half? Would you give it higher? Would you give it lower? Um, it's tough for me. I love Venom. Carnage as a character I thought was was good. The movie overall was terrible. Um, yeah, you know what? 2.2 .2 out of 5. 2.2. 2. 
just say two or two and a half, you son of a gun. Really? Two two and a quarter? 2.25. There you I go. Hate right you. in the middle. Oh, my God. Um, it's one bite. Everyone knows the rules, you know? I, I, I took a bite of the movie. Um, yeah. You know, problem is, is we've been spoiled recently with movies like Shang-Chi. Um, mm. I thought that was a solid 10 out of 10. I mm. loved it. Thought it was great. There was story. There was plot. There was everything in between. Mm. It's just rushed everything. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would give this a two. I would give this a two. I, I think a two out of five is 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 generous. Like I would give Venom a two and a half, maybe a three. But I, I give Venom, let there be carnage, a two. I mean, honestly, how many fucking times are we gonna hear Cletus Cassidy say carnage? It's like we get it. Oh, and then he says the title of the movie, "Let There Be Carnage." Okay, we get it. Thanks. So I think <laughs> I think it, uh, yeah, not deserved, not deserved. But uh, and so those commercials of thanks, Captain Obvious. Yeah, I was like, really, two two stars, two stars. If uh, would you would you want to see Venom in a standalone again, or would you rather just see him in a joint production like in the MCU, like with Spider Man or the Thunderbolts or Dark Avengers? So, unfortunately, they've soft-introduced toxins. We know we're going to see him again in a standalone movie. Mm. Um, Hopefully, someone at Marvel hears this podcast and goes, oh, shit, these guys were right. (laughs) Um, Long long shot. But... um, What do you mean? I have have Kevin Feige's phone number in my back pocket. Fan of the show. Best best friend. Well, if he was involved, we'd probably get a better movie. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So true. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, reluctantly, I would still go and see it if there's a standalone, but I would much prefer to see him be fully introduced to MCU, mm. hopefully under the Dark Avengers um, or the Thunderbolts, where, you know, whatever they decide to go with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe the next Spider-Man movie. Mm. Obviously not this one coming up, but, you know, whatever they decide for a Spider-Man 4, 5, 6, or the future. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. If they do if they do a solo, I think we need a little break, and I think it needs to be done perfect. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was me and Matt's thoughts on uh, Adam. Let there be stuff. Uh, you know, uh, check us out later this week. Uh, if you're a fan of Marvels, uh, me and another alumni, uh, Mr. Chris. We'll be doing uh, a similar bonus episode for Marvel's What If. So I actually need to get on that and watch the last episode. Uh, is there anything you want to say to the kumquats, Matthew? Uh, honestly, don't waste your money. Wait for it to come out on uh, whatever streaming platform it comes out on. And uh, let's be excited for Eternals coming out next month. Yeah, you can hear the my voice. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Angelina Jolie either. Oh, um, so, yeah. oh, oh, you seem taken aback. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Anyways, have a good night, y'all, and remember, we are bored. <laughs> <laughs>